0: War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Boggle Spot number 161. It is September 29th. It is 81 degrees outside. It's dropping every day, and it's about 5 or so. This Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Anders Bookstore. Love Auburn. Thank Anders. So it's Thursday. The Warhawks are coming to town. I'm sure they'll be in town tomorrow at some point. Maybe even tonight. I don't know from Monroe losing Monroe Louisiana this only week of the year I don't like Duck Dynasty you know what I'm saying um, so yeah I mean there's not a lot going on with the whole Auburn Louisiana Monroe rivalry there is it a rivalry I don't know uh, I mean we know who the quarterbacks gonna be we know that reps calling the plays um, Cameron Petway's a tiny bit banged up, but he should play. My guess is that Cam- uh, Carrion will play most of the time. But uh, doesn't it kind of seem like Texas AM, and m Cameron Petway didn't really play at all in the third quarter, and Carrion did, but it seems like they're starting off with Petway and kind of beating the line down, beating, getting the defense tired, and then they throw Carrion in at the end of a drive or – in the third and fourth quarter, they definitely did that against LSU, and he was just running all over them because they were too tired from trying to get trying to tackle Petway. So, I don't know. Maybe that's that's their plan, and and it works. That being said, this offense is built to wear you down, um, and you know, obviously, with those two, you can see it either way. I mean, if if it's the third and fourth quarter and the defense is tired, it's going to be hard to tackle carry on because he's so fast and it's going to be hard to tackle Cameron because he's so big so I don't know maybe that's just how it is I mean Trey Mason you know I'm not taking anything away from him but most of his yards came in the third and fourth quarter because they had just run and beat down the defensive line and the linebackers for the whole game and then finally they were tired and it's easier to run than it is tackle and so he was running through them, around them, all over them. So that's why, you know, a, pe- a lot of people, and I'll be honest, it, it's a slightly frustrating to me too. People get on the play calling on first down because we run 99% of the time on first down. And we get two to three to four yards. And people think that's so boring and so uh, predictable. Well, what did you think was going to happen when Leonard Furnett was in the backfield they were going to run it right up the middle and a lot of the times we stopped him but there were times we knew exactly what they're going to do and he ran 40 or 50 yards i mean that's gus's offense run a little bit make it second and medium uh second and second and nine obviously is not what you want second and seven second and six that's doable that's what you want if you win first down which is at least four yards you're probably going to get a first down because then you've only got to get three the next two plays. Um, so that is that is this offense. Run, 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 run. Get them tired. Throw a bomb every once in a while. Throw a pass on third down. That's just this offense, and it's worked. And it's taken a little time to get, to get the offensive line to gel. They're still having some blocking protection problems. They're still having problems, you know, handling blitzes and double teams and all that or double, I don't know what you'd call it double rushing, I don't know two guys hitting the same hole Cole Kubrick had a word for it, I can't remember what it was Um, but you know, it's that's this offense, and it works it does, you've just got to execute it 2013, we ran the same play over and over and over and over and then we'd throw a bomb to Sammy Coates that's it 2014, same thing We just need the running quarterback. And where Sean White is still a surprising threat to run, which is why most of the times he runs, he gets 10 yards up the middle, he's got the arm maybe or the accuracy maybe that Nick Marshall didn't have that can kind of take the place of that. So, I don't know. Um, So, today I posted my predictions. SEC schedule's a little light this week. Uh, The only – "Quote unquote big game is Georgia and Tennessee, which just made me mad because Tennessee is going to be five and zero and they're going to be ranked number seven in the nation, and we're all going to forget that they needed OT to beat Appalachian State and they beat Ohio by what I don't know six or seven, um, all because they beat Florida's second string quarterback and they're about to play Georgia, who should have lost to Nichols and just got blown out by Ole Miss." I don't know who their their. I know they play Alabama, but I don't know who their other West team opponent is. I hope it's somebody besides Mississippi State. Uh, I mean, that might be the only game they lose, or the, to the the two teams they play in the other division. That is almost every team is better than them. So I don't know. It the, we're act. It's going to be the marquee game, and we're going to act like beating George is a thing, a tough thing to do and we're going to act like Tennessee's great because they're going to beat Georgia. I mean, it is at Georgia. They're, they may turn it around. And I mean, I hope they... Uh, Georgia got exposed by Ole Miss finally, and I hope Georgia exposes Tennessee. Not that they haven't been exposed, but they've still got zero losses. So, I don't know. It, it, that's, that's like the biggest game in the SEC. Alabama's playing Kentucky, Auburn, obviously, Louisiana, Monroe, Texas, A&M, South Carolina. That's a uh, interdivisional match Matchup uh, And then what was the other Con- Vandy in Florida And Arkansas is playing a cupcake In Alcorn State or something like that Speaking of cupcakes Bert, Bert loves cupcakes uh, What else An Alabama Oh Alabama's five star quarterback's transferring Because he didn't like sitting on the bench And then today One of their star linebackers was arrested for having a gun without a permit And weed in his car Um, but he sweats every day and we sit in the air conditioning, so I'm sure he won't miss a bit of playing time. Or if he does, hey, it's Kentucky, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, So that's two players on their team this year that have been found with a gun without a permit. Auburn can't say a ton because of Steven Roberts. However, now this is two. One was stolen, by the way, Cam Robinson, and, um... Yeah, but we'll just act like, you know, Saban's, Saban's going to handle this internally. There's no no problems in the program. He's just going to take care of it and chuckle, chuckle, laugh, laugh. We know they're going to run a lot. But if anything like this is happening at Auburn, it'd be a mass hysteria. Gus has lost his team. Um, but, you know, Saban don't, ain't going to let these boys ruin the program. He's going to handle it internally, and that's all we got to know about it. Anyway, so what else? Uh, hey, you can go on the field after the game Saturday. Apparently, usually they do it the last home game, um, which maybe it's not. Now I'm thinking about it. No, that's not true. In the year, in the years that Georgia and Alabama are away, it's usually been the last home game. Um, would be Alabama A&M this year, but I've been told they're overseeding it because after this game there's a two-week break from home games because we have Mississippi State and bye week. And so I think they're doing a little work on it. And so if you kind of – kill not kill this grass, but, you know, if there's a lot of people on the field, obviously there, there's much more worse things going on, on the during the game than fans just walking on the field. Uh, calmly, uh, but apparently it's the time of year where they're going to overseed it. And I don't know. If it, I don't know enough about grass and stuff. Uh, I mean, the guy from Alabama knows a lot about grass, but um, I guess they overseed it for cold weather and new grass is going to grow anyway. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Auburn got a five-star basketball recruit yesterday and today, or was it two days ago? Someday this week. And today they got a four star recruit for 2019. So, what does that mean? He's a sophomore or a freshman? He's going to be in the 2019 class. So, that means that'd be his senior year. 2018 would be his junior year. And this year's players are going to graduate in 2017. So, he is a sophomore. So i said it yesterday. If Auburn's not in the Sweet 16 in the next two or three years, that Indian burial ground is real, and we just need to pack it up. We need to put all our money in football and baseball and softball and whatever, equestrian, soccer. Auburn's got a pretty good soccer team this year. Because um, the team that, that Bruce Pearl is pulling together, I mean, I know there's a lot of start we're just amazed that it's happening at auburn and this kind of talent goes to kentucky and florida every year and i don't know lsu every once in a while texas a and i don't know whatever not alabama but if he i'm not in, insinuating or even thinking that pearl is doing this is you know breaking any sort of rules because i would think Considering he was basically banned from coaching, which rarely happens, um, he probably would not do anything the wrong way ever again. And I know that Auburn's uh, compliance staff is one of the most stringent, which is why Tony Barbie always, Tony Barbie basically said he couldn't do his job if he wasn't allowed to cheat a little bit. Um, Not cheat, but you know, kind of bend the rules and whatever. and I think Lebo kind of felt the same way, but Bruce Pearl's able to do it. I know he's using his personality and his whatever he did to make Tennessee a great team at that time. So it's possible, with maybe without cheating, maybe without going AAU, maybe without whatever, and he's doing it with Under Armour, which is somebody that you know Charles Barkley said he couldn't do, but he's doing it. Um, what else? It's homecoming you are a fan of Echo Smith, the band who sings that song I Wish That I Could Be Like the Cool Kids. They're doing a concert downtown Auburn with the uh, Homecoming Parade at like 6 or so. So that'll be good. Go hang out with the cool kids. I feel like there was one other Auburn thing we're going to talk about today. Oh! Somebody wrote a released some article about the fact that Talladega 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 whatever has digga that's what i've heard has what reached out to auburn and alabama about playing a game there and i think daytona or they do the daytona 500 um what is it daytona motor speedway or something like that they reached out to florida and florida state i think uh somebody posted a picture of what talladega looks like from above and it's not like bristol where it's kind of a contact, compact stadium uh First off, there's, like, no grass in the infield. There's, it's all taken up by, you know, little roads and whatever, so I'm not sure where the field would go. And then the seats are, like, really, 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 really far away. It's... I mean, there'd be, like, one side of seats, and they would have to put seats down in the infield. Um, that being said, I think it's a terrible idea because, you know, no offense to NASCAR fans around the world. I don't really like it. I mean, I don't... I. I'll watch the last few laps I don't I mean I'm sure if you like it that is perfectly fine but Talladega is is always on a Alabama off week for a reason or it is 99% of the time Um, so you know people thought Legion field I tweeted this today people thought Legion field was Not really neutral, you know. They called that a neutral field, even though Alabama played all their home games there. I don't get that at all. Um, If you think that was bad, what do you think Talladega is going to be like? I mean, that's that's Mecca for them. So um, I don't think it'll happen. If it's kind of that, the Iron Bowl is too sacred to throw in a in a weird place like that and have terrible seating and not. You know, it's more of a spectacle rather than. I mean, when I watch the Iron Bowl, I want it to be perfect. I mean, I, it, I don't play around. I'm either at the game or if it's in Tuscaloosa. I mean, the setting, have the conditions have to be perfect. That's the second flight of the Concords um, mention that I've had in, this week. So, it's pretty awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Louisiana Monroe Warhawks, formerly the Indians, by the way. Um, PC crowd got them. They're coming to town. Basketball recruiting keeps on rolling. Basketball practice starts tomorrow, so that's awesome. So be prepared to hear about our best player breaking his leg in a freak accident because the Indian barrel ground is real. Just kidding, knock on wood, it's not gonna happen. Um, Oh, and I tweeted a picture that Auburn, uh, excuse me, a video that Auburn did because David Ross is retiring this year from the Cubs. They've already clinched the division and best record in baseball, I believe. but they did a video where all of his teammates from the 97 College World Series team kind of sent him some clips. Go watch it. Have your tissues ready, especially at the end. Um, it's really good. So That's it. Bloggle spot number 161 done. War Eagle.